0: We use a ghoulish number of spoilers, so watch the movies first.
1: Second warning, we don't know anything about anything, so don't take us seriously while we take these movies seriously.
0: Our movie for today is called A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night, which is a long title. It's yes. from 2015, and it's not so important what the plot is so much as the feeling of it. It's a black and white movie. It's a whole lot of mood.
1: It is a whole lot of mood. This is an American movie.
0: Yeah, we didn't know that till afterwards.
1: But it has an Iranian director, it has Iranian actors, and it was the language it was done in was Persian.
0: I think some people were speculating that maybe... The whole reason for that was they wouldn't have been allowed to film this in Iran because there's a lot of stuff that Iran does not allow in the movie. Right. Like the fact that it's about a vampire.
1: It made me wonder how much of that, how much of what was going on in the movie, though, was like, this is what it's really like, even though, you know, maybe the government or like officials want you to think that these other things aren't happening.
0: They, they want is... you to think there's no vampires.
1: <laughs> no vampires. No sex, no drugs, no, <laughs> yeah. you know, homelessness, all of yeah. that.
0: Uh, yeah, I wonder. I don't know. I mean, it could also just be that it was a weird financing deal, and it's, it just happens to be an American movie that's yeah, Iranian. Also, it takes place in Iran, even though it wasn't filmed there.
1: Yeah. So, story-wise, though, there is a bit of a plot. Yeah. Not a lot, but there is a bit of a plot. Yeah. Um, the girl... Who does not have a name.
0: My well, name is the girl.
1: Is uh, like wandering around through her neighborhood. Interacting with all of these other characters that we find. Uh, one of whom is a pimp. One is um, a prostitute. One is a, a guy who is addicted to what looked like heroin. I guess. I don't know. He was cooking it up in a spoon. That screams heroin <laughs> to me. Yeah, And then his uh the drug addict's son who was like the one good guy in the movie right like he's our hero yeah he he had worked hard to buy his car he had a job he you know was basically a decent human being where there were a lot of not decent human beings and anyway this girl wanders around at night alone she is the girl who walks home alone at night And it turns out she is a vampire and she feeds exclusively or almost exclusively on men who have been disrespectful or harmful toward women in some way.
0: Yeah, at one point she eats a homeless guy though.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: And maybe he was a bad guy, I don't know. But she does kind of just come up on him on the street and go, eh, it's time.
1: See, I think that was after Arash had been... In her apartment, and she had worked really hard not to eat Arash, even though... Makes sense. She wanted to because he looked tasty. Mm-hmm. She chose not to because he was an innocent, and I think she kind of liked him.
0: Well, th- I mean, this is a romance. It's yes. It's the story of the two of them looking long- longingly at each other.
1: Because he was dressed up as Dracula for a party. <laughs> That's
0: right. He was Dracula. They had a lot in common.
1: They... Did have a lot in common in that they were people who did bad things but had strong moral codes. Hmm. I believe is the same had. I was just going with the vampire
0: thing, but okay. Yeah, it's fancy. Yeah. From the beginning, this movie felt like a Quentin Tarantino joint. Like mm-hmm. it had the music. It's it looks and feels like a western kind of most of the time. And it has some of that kind of western y music, I believe morricone inspired is what they called it.
1: In the sense of like how the shots were set up and how things were, you know, like the yeah. long drawn out silences. Yeah, and things this like that,
0: empty streets and, you know. But
1: it was very modern yeah, it was in the not... sense like it didn't look it wasn't recorded in the desert with horses.
0: Yeah, it was recorded yeah. in, in a desert town. Throughout it, I kept thinking about pulp fiction and I'm like this whole movie It's setting up all these different characters and their situations, and then those are all going to collide, and it's all going to come together, and that's what we're going to get. And that's what it didn't do. It set up the characters in their situations, and that was kind of it.
1: Well, yeah, they couldn't all come together because one by one she ate them. (laughs) I know, but... And then ran off with the one guy she deemed decent enough to not murder.
0: Yeah, it just, it didn't have that tie together feeling that I wanted.
1: No, it did not. It it was very weak in the storytelling sense. It definitely put all of its eggs and energy in the artistic, let's just distract them with how beautiful everything is. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, and, and not beautiful, beautiful, but like harshly beautiful everything is. Uh, and hope that they don't notice that there's not much going on here.
0: Speaking of that, there was a lot of not going on throughout the movie. There were, there were shots. What, the the one that I remember most is when Arash and the girl, like the first time they really, I guess, have a date, they go to her apartment and they listen to some music. It plays an entire song, yes, a good does. five plus minute song, while they just kind of stand there, like looking, not looking at each other. I think he's looking at her and she's looking at the wall.
1: She was looking at the, because she played all of her her music because she's a vampire and has been around for a long time. She still uses a, a turntable. Sure. So she was looking at the turntable. He was standing behind her.
0: Yeah. And it was, you know, emotionally charged. Nothing. It was just a scene of us listening to music. And there was a lot of that.
1: Yeah. So I mentioned earlier that there were lots of scenes where there was no talking. There were, Like the one we were just talking about. But there were also just lots of scenes where it was one person alone. Arash's dad is alone in his apartment. Yeah, like jonesing. out,
0: yeah.
1: Several times. There was a scene where the girl, the pimp, picks the girl up on the, off the street and brings her home with him. And they walk into his apartment. And I, I list it like... So he goes in, he does a couple lines of some drug, he counts some money, he lifts weights for a little while, he adjusts his music, and the whole time that he's doing that, it's like five minutes worth of film... And she's just standing in the entryway.
0: And He's not looking at her. No. He's he's just doing his thing.
1: Straight up ignoring her. And it's clearly a power play. It's clearly Mm -hmm. like, I'm going to just make you stand there. And I'm going to make you say the first, you know, ask me a question (laughs) or whatever. Nope. She just stood there, waited and waited and waited until he, she pulled off the power play that he was trying to pull off. And then ended up killing him because...
0: That's a real power play. Yeah.
1: But like there were all of these extended things where you were supposed to just be figuring out what was going on through the actions or through the looks that they were giving each other. Mm -hmm. And I feel like there was a movie earlier this month where I was complaining about that. Ooh, Village of the Damned. Like there were too many scenes where they were just looking at each other and you were supposed to know what they meant. (laughs) And I didn't like that. In this movie, I understood what was going on most of the time, even though there was very little conversation what conversation there was was in persian which i don't understand
0: (laughs) We did have subtitles. I mean, we
1: did, but still, like, you don't get the, all the nuances. Yeah. And it was a story told within a culture that is not my culture. So, you know, you would expect it to be difficult to interpret glances or, you know, actions. Like, what does that mean? Why is, why is he doing that? But no, I felt like I followed this story fairly well. Perhaps because of that, like, Tarantino spaghetti, spaghetti western kind <laughs> of feel where I was like, oh, no, I understand what this is. Tone is trying to convey.
0: Yes, if the movie, it's a tone poem. More Mm. so than pretty much any movie I've seen. It's just, yeah. It's just supposed to make you feel. Yeah. And that's kind of it.
1: This reminded me of another black and white movie that we watched last year, The Eyes of My Mother, Mm -hmm. which was also very much a tone poem. Yeah. Which followed a lot of the same things. Had the black and white, had a lot of not talking. Had a lot of yes, extended
0: long shots, yeah.
1: Actions, yeah. A lot of looking at the landscape, and they also played a song. I don't know that they played the whole song, but there. <laughs> I remember there was something about possibly yes. even on a turntable.
0: It was, I think, Portuguese music.
1: Yeah, that's very interesting.
0: Yeah, it was similar. I, th- I feel like that movie had much more of a plot than this one, though. Oh,
1: yes. This
0: one really was just like slice of life.
1: Yeah, slice of life for an Iranian vampire.
0: Which is good. We don't often find out what their lives (laughs) are like.
1: When this movie ended, I was compelled for the first time all month to look it up and learn stuff about it. Because I felt like the cultural differences between my own experiences and my understanding of Iran and then the actual reality of iran and then this movie's portrayal of the rea- reality <laughs> of iran we're all going to be so disjointed that i was going to like say things that were stupid right and in looking it up something that i saw said this is the first iranian vampire movie or <laughs> you surprised. know yeah not that the movie is iranian but that it's a vampire the vampire is iranian which is interesting to me. Like, imagine having the first vampire story <laughs> within your cultural context. Yeah. That's very interesting to me. And I don't know why it took so long for it to happen.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know.
1: It makes me wonder what other cultures have not had a vampire story within their cultural context. Because it, to me, vampire stories are so old, and have been around for so long. Well,
0: in Europe. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, that. I guess that's it. That's interesting. So because she's Iranian, the girl, or lives in Iran. We don't actually know if she was Iranian. How long has she been around? Who knows? Who knows? But she lives in Iran, and because she wants to fit in there, she wears a chador, which is one of the coverings that they wear in muslim cultures this is one that covers the head and the entire body goes all the way it goes all the way down to the ground but it's held closed by the hands like it's not a whole robe it's like a cloak that you hold closed leaving just the face exposed so she wears it through the whole movie anytime she's outside but what i thought was interesting is she rarely held it closed Mm-hmm. You know, even when, like, even when men were around, when, you know, when normally it would be highly expected, she rarely held it close. She would sweep down the street with it behind her, and it gave off a very strong vampire impression yeah, then. Was
0: her cape.
1: Yes. And I thought that was very cool. Especially this shot where she had found the skateboard <laughs> and found, I think she ate the guy who owned the skateboard. No, it
0: was the kid who she chased <gasps> oh, off.
1: Right. Who she threatened. She was like, be good. <laughs> like, I So yeah, once she had the skateboard, she'd like roll down the street and the cape would like flow out behind yeah. her. and It looked very cool.
0: Yeah. That's the thing. Before we watched this movie, everything I had heard about it, I mean, which wasn't much, but some things, and the little description on Shudder, we watched it on Shudder, had me thinking it was going to be wacky, not not like a comedy, but like a, I don't know, kind of lighthearted, strange, quirky thing Mm -hmm. they talk about the skateboarding vampire and stuff and it's Mm -hmm. that's not the movie at all no she's not the silly skateboarding vampire she's the moody very
1: goth
0: emo vampire
1: vampire (laughs) yeah
0: this movie also featured a lot to my eyes shots of the oil industry oil derrick's moving were several hours long they would show shots of an oil derrick moving yeah and you know like a factory in the distance and stuff and this town was obviously you know right around all that and kind of an industrial town
1: but looked like it was dying like it was it was not a healthy town
0: yeah it was there were very few people it was kind of just these characters and some lady who was yes. there when the guy died?
1: Yes, so I had a thought about that while we were watching.
0: What's your theory?
1: Well, I was want to ask you first if you had you brought it up. Do you I know have,
0: I brought it up so that I could ask you and not have to know anything.
1: Uh, well, did you have any thoughts, any theories on it?
0: Well, I just did now, but it's a dumb theory it had to do with the uh mankind draining the life force of the earth like a vampire. That's a dumb theory. <laughs> No, it's a genius. That was my very
1: smart idea. (laughs) (laughs) It is a smart idea,
0: obviously, since I just thought of it.
1: No, that was exactly my thought was that, you know, here she is running around draining the lifeblood from all of these people. And they keep showing shots of the oil derricks that are draining the lifeblood out of Iran. And, Mm. you know, I think this had a very feminist message because, she was specifically targeting men yeah, and even more specifically men who had been disrespectful toward women. Which also made me wonder, like that takes me back to when we watched Under the Shadow, which was an Iranian movie where they so clearly showed how a, a country and a culture where women were treated equally and had all the same rights and responsibilities had them so quickly taken away. Yeah. Under a, a specific regime, it made me wonder if this movie was talking about how the oil industry put certain people into power or or gave certain people more power and then caused this disintegration into a, a country where women had no, no power and no respect. Mm. And, you know, like that oil did, in fact, suck the life out of Iran. That was my wow stupid idea. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I didn't say that was stupid. I would just That's no, very interesting. I don't know if they were doing that. The reason I don't think that's necessarily likely is the same reason I backed off from a thought I was having about this movie, mm-hmm. which is, you know, that's so specifically Iran rather than the human condition or whatever. And I was thinking when we were watching the movie, I'm like, oh, you know, this movie set in Iran, but the only person wearing, well, the only woman wearing Muslim body covering garb is the vampire. All the other women were just dressed in Western clothing up until the old lady who was present at uh, the death of the junkie guy who was dressed in kind of her outdoor flowery hijab kind of thing. So it
1: was also a chador, and in my research about chadors, I actually learned that older uh, yeah. rural women tend to still wear like light- colored or patterned chadors out Which in public. Is what she was doing. Yes, whereas more traditionally now modern women, Well, I don't know about now. The research that was talking about was that it had evolved that the dark-colored, solid black chadors that used to be only for, like, funerals and specific events are now generally worn all the time out in public. And that the lighter-colored chador tends to be worn inside. But in this movie, the women were not wearing chadors inside.
0: No. No, the closest that I saw of anyone else was like somebody had a scarf over her head, mm-hmm. like just kind mm-hmm. of a decorative scarf kind of deal. So, I mean, when I was watching the movie, I was like, maybe that's like a thing where, you know, I, am not sure what, but she's the old guard, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. going against all this new stuff or the other way around, like in under the shadow, which took place right at the start of those of the crackdown on mm-hmm. freedom's that maybe she's coming in and bringing in these new things to these people. But I think that's wrong because I don't think this is necessarily, you know, that feels like an outsider perspective to be like, oh, it's Iranian. It must be about the issues of Iran, the specific things that are their politics. Like, it, it could be, but I mean, there's no reason why it should be.
1: Is it that strange to think that no. the specific issues of their country and their culture impacted their storytelling
0: no it makes sense but that it would be so i I don't know how to put it but like the fact that i was fixated on that she's wearing this thing and Mm. probably to them it was more like yeah she happens to be wearing one they don't it's okay everybody's a little different you know like that wasn't even a thing
1: yeah, so when I said earlier that that idea of not understanding the culture well enough and how that yes. impacts understanding a movie, that's exactly what I was talking about. That, yeah. that there are things that will stand out to me that seem like they mean something, but they only mean something because my understanding of that culture is so limited. Yeah, so I, I'm sure that each person wearing or not wearing coverings... I'm sure that that represented something, like the fact that Ati, the prostitute, wasn't wearing a covering.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That I'm sure that means something, or that like there, there's a reason for that that I don't understand because I don't know all those nuances.
0: We have not mentioned another character in the movie, the cat.
1: The cat.
0: The cat, which had really big eyes, and. One fun fact about the cat was that apparently there wasn't supposed to be a cat Mm-mm. and then they threw it in at the last minute. I forget why, they because they
1: Because the director was so impressed with the <laughs> skills. That's a, What I read said that there wasn't supposed to be a cat but the director was so impressed with this cat's abilities that we're like, let's put him in the movie.
0: And that's what makes me think that there's not a lot of depth to this movie. <laughs> like, in my notes I'm like, Cat, I wrote cat means question mark question mark like what's the significance of this cat that's so present and important throughout and if they just threw it in at the last minute then maybe nothing really means anything
1: I mean it's also possible that what I was reading was not
0: reality it, it's possible it was supposed to be a parakeet but they went with the cat because they were impressed
1: it was supposed to be a parakeet I missed that part N-
0: no that's, oh that's my theory <laughs>
1: Well, so that's why it made sense to me because I'm like, because the plot of the movie hinges very strongly on this cat. Mm -hmm. So for the cat to have not been an original part of the story is interesting. Like, I don't, I also do not understand the symbolism of the cat. Like, what does the cat represent? I don't know. But I do know that the turning point where Arash realizes that the girl is... Was in some way connected to his father's death, yeah. Hinges on that cat, and that's
0: huge. Yeah, that's the most plotty plot in the entire movie. Is right, that she's got the cat, and he sees the cat.
1: So, if the cat wasn't supposed to be part of the movie, that makes me wonder what was the thing then that that yeah. he was supposed to like that was supposed to help him make that connection because that was not just. And an action turning point, but also an emotional turning point, because like there's a whole scene where they don't say anything to each other at all and they don't even look at each other. Uh, well, they don't make eye contact. They keep looking at each other separately yeah. after they've been in the car. And you can tell he's thinking about the fact that he knows she killed his dad. Yeah. And they're in the car anyway. They're running away together. And finally he pulls the car over because he's like clearly not OK with this. He just gets out of the car, paces around in front of it for a little while. She doesn't move, doesn't say anything, just stares at him through the window.
0: You're definitely describing this movie.
1: <laughs> and then he gets back in the car, and the cat's sitting in the middle between them, staring out the window. I have a
0: note about that.
1: And they just sit there, not looking at each other, for an extended period of time. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly they turn, and like they each like look in that direction, in the direction of the other person, and there's this, like, nothing has been said. And I know exactly what they're thinking, which was like, all right, well, let's do this. Like, they have this unspoken yeah. acceptance of the truth. It was so cool.
0: I mean, first of all, my note about the cat in that scene that I wrote down is, I am this cat. Because the cat was just looking back and forth from one to <laughs> the other. And he's like, What's uh, going on? What's happening? what? It was very... I felt like he was he was the avatar for me in this yeah. movie. But that makes me feel like this movie is for teenagers. Not mm. in the same way as the earlier movie we saw was for teenagers. Uh, Hatchet. Hatchet was for teenagers because it's at their level of humor and mm. caring about other people. This one is for teenagers to get all goth and emo about because it's Mm -hmm. all about, oh, how deeply I feel. And, oh, even though you killed my dad, he was kind of a junkie. So let's run away together.
1: Right. My love for you overcomes my feeling of familial obligation for him. Yeah, it was very clearly without a word being said, you could tell that he was saying to her, I know what you did and I'm forgiving you. And she was saying, I'm sorry I did it. It was very cool. I liked it. Teenage Me would have loved it.
0: This would have been like Teenage Me's
1: favorite movie. Well,
0: it's Natural Born Killers. Yes, it
1: is. (laughs) Apparently, it's a little more grown-up version because I did like this and I cannot watch Natural Born Killers now. Even though I loved it when it first came out.
0: Yeah, I'm sure. I I imagine this is much more deep into the emotional (laughs) stuff and less action.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's something different about a vampire killing people, or just straight up people killing people. So at one point they meet at the power plant, and it's sort of that like they were each trying to white fang the other one. <laughs>
0: yeah, like,
1: I'm I'm not a good person, and the other you know no, but you don't know I'm not a good person either. You don't know what I've done. And Arash asks her if there was a storm coming from behind those right. mountains. Would it change anything? What was he really asking her? Like, I have this vague understanding of what was going Like I, in a gut, in my bones sense, <laughs> I'm like, okay, I know what's going on, but when I try to put it into words, I don't know what he meant by that. Well,
0: that got me into a whole... As soon as he said it, I was going over and over these whole ideas of how languages work. Mm-hmm. The fact that this movie's in Farsi, and... You know what it would mean the storm i think that phrasing makes way more immediate natural sense to someone who speaks the language like yes it has cultural context like if i say i slid into home the literal words are very right. confusing and weird but you know exactly what i'm talking about right
1: I immediately understand that this is a baseball reference. Yeah.
0: Or, you know, maybe I'm using it, you know, we're talking about something else. It's an analogy and I slid into home. Then you know what that means that I, you know, barely pulled it out or whatever. Right, right, So I think there's more there than what we're hearing. And I don't know. I was kind of trying to piece together what it could be, but I don't know the words.
1: See, and that's the thing. I have this sort of understanding because of the context of what was going on, what it means. Like, if I had to guess, I would say it's something about the inevitability of what they're doing. That things things happen. I sort of get the sense of, like, this: things happen, stuff comes up, storms come from behind the mountain, and those things don't change the decisions that we're making. I think was where it was going. I mean, Maybe. but you're absolutely right. Like that's just know. me trying to think about, okay, what would this mean in that context? I don't yeah. know because she was definitely, or he was definitely challenging her to say like, none of this changes anything. You like me. I like you. It doesn't matter the things that we've done. That's you know what I think that's part of it too is that it was about things that are already done if the storm is coming from behind the mountain the storm already exists we just don't know it that's what I was thinking last night yeah that just because I now know something about you that I didn't know before and Mm. that something is not necessarily a good thing it still doesn't change how I feel. That's sort of the sense that I got, but I don't know. That's one of the reasons I like watching foreign films or films by people with different backgrounds than myself and different experiences than myself. Because it is so interesting to to hear those different perspectives and see things through someone else's eyes.
0: Yeah, it is. This is a hard one to think about just because it is obviously a very good movie in the sense that it's not just professionally done and well-produced, but that there was a lot of thought put into it. And, you know, it's really somebody's putting putting themselves out there and doing something very emotional and whatever, all that kind of stuff. There's meat to it. But it is also very slow and boring and ultimately pointless like I think there's probably a point to it that I didn't get that I'm not smart enough for this movie for sure but there's no surface point to it like the end of the story is the two of them just going okay we're leaving and like a bunch of people have died but not in any real consequential way it's just kind of random people got killed and that's that it doesn't weave together like I wanted it to and it's just kind of there So I didn't really like it, and I was enjoying watching it, but I think almost entirely because I was expecting and looking for that resolution and that tie together of all these different parts. When those things didn't happen,
1: Mm -hmm. I
0: feel very let down. And so I didn't like it, but it is good. So for me, it's going to be two and a half hamburgers out of five. Everybody likes hamburgers.
1: Two and a half.
0: Yeah, it's okay. I feel I feel like a bad person saying that, and that's that makes it difficult. <laughs> but I, you know, I honestly I wouldn't watch this again. It was very slow.
1: <laughs> it was very slow. So here is where our taste differences are going to become I very thought
0: apparent. That could happen
1: because we've had fairly consistent scores throughout the month. We usually do this to me, is easily one of the best movies we've watched all month. Yeah. Unfortunately, given the movies we've watched this month, (laughs) that's not saying a whole lot. (laughs) Yeah. Like, there have been other years where I've been afraid I've just been handing out fives like Halloween candy.
0: Like the devil's candy?
1: Like the devil's candy. I think I've only given out a few fives this month. This one is definitely at the top of the batch. I don't disagree with you about the lack of cohesion in the story and all of that. It was it was a fairly weak plot. There wasn't much to it. And usually I am not a huge fan of that. <laughs> but it was just, it had me all in my feels with all the shots that they did. That's and what it was, yeah. The music and it was just very intense. It engaged me in a very intense way even though it was missing pieces. So I would give it a three just for all of that. But I think another difference is there was some representation happening for me that was not happening for you here. And that shot where she was rolling down the empty street on her newly acquired skateboard with her cloak billowing out behind her and we know who she is and we know that she's alone and we know that her mission is to seek revenge on men. I had almost a similar feeling to watching that shot as I felt when we were watching Wonder Woman and she goes across No Man's Land with all yeah. the bullets coming at her and she's got her her shield out in front of her. And I was like oh, this is what it feels like for men to watch superhero movies. Like, you internalize that badass feeling. Huh. And not to say, like, I know I mentioned the revenge on men piece of it, and I don't want to go out and murder men. Like, I want to be clear about that. I don't think not men all deserve men. to be murdered. But at the same time, today, I was wearing a mask. I was interacting with... And, and involved in the political process today. And a stranger, a man I do not know, turned to me and told me while I was wearing a mask <laughs> that I should smile. Yeah. I was smiling under my mask until he said that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like, I understand. It's,
1: so, so for her, you know, I think the thing about it is that I looked at her and I'm like, oh, she has had millennia. Of
0: watching (laughs)
1: men be terrible to women. I am not surprised that she has reached this point where she only feeds on crappy men. And then...
0: And hasn't gone hungry. Right?
1: She's (laughs) just fine. And then when she meets up with Arash and he not only does not hit on her like every other man in the movie has done so far, but when he feels her hands and says, you're so cold, he wraps his arm and his Dracula cloak around her, not for any like I want to get close to you reasons, but to warm her up. I think that's why she didn't kill him.
0: Yeah, I think you have brought forth very interesting thoughts. Like that makes me understand more what the movie is about than i thought Mm. the idea that she would go all these thousands of years or however long it is we don't know without ever being alone i mean Mm -hmm. part of the whole thing about the movie they don't ever say this but it's obvious is that she's super lonely yes she's been alone because all men are terrible until this one guy and that's why she runs off with him yes That's very interesting. So
1: all of that hit me. Like, I was definitely feeling all of that while we were watching. I was relating to her in these ways that, unsurprisingly, you did not relate to her.
0: I'm glad to hear (laughs) about it.
1: So all of that is to explain why, even though it's really a three movie, I am going to give it a four. Because it has weaknesses, but it also, like... Just arrow right to the bullseye for in several different ways. So I enjoyed this. I am giving it four hamburgers out of five.
0: Yeah, that's very interesting. What an experience, by the way! Not even close to a horror movie like the furthest thing from a horror movie.
1: Oh, yeah, like <laughs> it's it's like the vampire kills are like what American movies in like the thirties would have been like yeah like straight up
0: except the one with the finger but yeah
1: yeah no most of them were just she would swoop over him and you would just see her crouched over him in the background like there was no gore there was no nothing except for the one finger that got bit off
0: (laughs) but tomorrow we're going to experience true horror for halloween itself
1: Yes, we like to go traditional horror movie. And in this case, traditional means we go back to our own childhoods in the yeah. 80s and 90s.
0: Yeah, 1992's, don't say this while looking in a mirror, Candyman. Ooh.
1: the name of anything we just talked about it
0: a couple weeks ago yeah (laughs) it's the eyes of my mother
1: rude you're gonna try to cut that out you're gonna try to cut out that footage of you being all rude about my not being able to remember things even (laughs) though that's been me ever since you met me